All right, how about this? Oh, dude. Yep. That exact squeaky voice shit is every single one. Every oh my God. single one. So you're telling me this, you're telling me this is similar to the other one. Oh yes. my God. You've officially every single gone. one. Dude. You've officially no. gone old man. No way. You've officially gone old no. man. Yep. Welcome to running. Uh, I didn't like that. Welcome to running beer and BS. That was worse, that was, man. That was. I think I just. I just even leave all of them in there. Yeah. Welcome to running beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny, and this is episode 34. Yeah. Uh, today we are going to talk about the perfect race. Uh, our perfect race. Our perfect race. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Possibly ever in the future. Someone designed this. Huh? I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done that in like 20 episodes. Means <laughs> <laughs> whales vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. But as always, we're gonna start with what's dehydrating us. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes This yes. evening, uh, we kind of hinted at it last week. Uh, that I would be trying to pick some of this stuff up. And luckily there wasn't much of a line when I got really? there. Really? Yeah. Like, well, I got there at, well, they opened at 12 and I, I got there at, there at like 1230. <laughs> I got there at like 1230 and they, I mean, they still had a decent amount left, but the, nice. the difference is, is compared to their other releases is they had this on tap also. Oh dude. So, how many, so how there was, there was a line, out there. there was a yeah. line for tap and then a line for, um, bottle sales yeah. kind of thing so it was it was very easy just to go in and get the bottles but if you didn't listen last week shame on you you should do that because it was a pretty funny episode um but we were talking about zaftig brewing companies their bourbon stout the zbs a ZBS. barrel aged uh, bourbon stout it's their signature so they do it uh yearly this is their 2018 version um and they say where's their their we make a stout with lots of chocolate and roasted flavors and put in some of the best american bourbon barrels four roses we four then roses add, good bourbon. yeah and then we add vanilla beans to round out this classic ale uh it's delicious um yeah that's my take on it. I like it. It's delicious. A little boozy. It it's not super boozy. It, but it's it's not. Boozy. When you said it was boozy, I was like, it, you smell it. It smells a little boozier than it tastes. Yeah. What's weird is that when you're when you're when you're not drink like like I took a drink maybe forty five seconds ago and yeah. like just saying you can still like taste it coffee kind of taste on your yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, a little roasty but it's not coffee it's just a little yeah, roasty yeah um one thing is cool too i don't know if you've seen this at their place the um four roses barrels they actually have uh trucker hats yeah that have a wood with the zaftig stamp in it and yeah. it's actually from a uh, bourbon barrel it's an actual piece of wood yeah it's That's an actual fun. piece of wood that they put on the front of the trucker hat so yeah, it's but, more like a, a fancier trucker it's not a running trucker obviously yeah but who used to wear that <laughs> I, I wanted to buy one <laughs> I, what's funny is I've I've read this ZBS like 15 times since I've been sitting here and it's just not thought upon me when you said it. Did they kind of, sort of, maybe slightly steal the ZBS from Founders and KBS? Uh, possibly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they probably did because it makes sense because it's just a, it's just an acronym. Yeah. So I mean, it's all it is is Zaftig's Bourbon Stout. Yeah. 
if they called I'm, it Zaptake's breakfast stout and be like, eh, maybe, okay, maybe you're, you're well, maybe we're going to put the brakes on that. Yeah, like, you might want to talk to the lawyers. I, thought, I like to, this is so weird, but I like to fill that label too. It's it nice. Like, it has like a little texture to for it. a, for a $9, 12 ounce bottle. <laughs> I like the fact you're like, no, I'm pretty sure it's a bomber. Like, I'm pretty sure you're getting ready to get fucked on that. Uh, when I was listening back, <laughs> when I was processing the file, I remember when you asked Jen, like you had asked her three times yeah. and then, then they weren't paying attention and we're like, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait till Jen listens to this. And then it's like a little bit more. Oh, you still had the little bit there of sediment. Is, there is sediment. I mean, you can see it in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Left some goodness in there. I wonder if I just said, well, it won't because it won't fit. So, That's anywho. What she said. <laughs> it's a good um, beer. But yeah, it's a del- delicious beer. You you can't buy it there anymore. They they send it the rest to re- t- retailers. So, Aficionados probably has some. Yeah. Whatever's extra, they send out into the world. And that's it. So is it still on tap there though? Uh, no, I think they only have it on tap that day. like they have very limited. Oh wow. Yeah. So more than likely it's gone. Cause that was last weekend. So yeah, it's probably gone. So sad. just like they did with old rugger, they brought it, they had extra from the day that they did their release Yeah. and brought it out on bourbon day. But then that's it. Like, you know, they got more in the back. They were just like, Nope, limited. Sorry. You yep. didn't come today. You're not getting it. That shit's just back her aging. Yeah. Well, it's just something. I hey, yeah. Why not? You know, they'll have like a, a free for all yard sale. Well, that's, I like when, I like when Stoss does that with their brewers too. Yeah. Like they'll have stuff like when on their 15th anniversary, they was just doing, they had stuff that they've been sitting back on for like three years and four years. And they, they bring it out. You're like, Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes you could probably, you hope for the best with some of those. Yeah. Cause you never really know. I mean, yeah. any, any, anything can happen yeah. in that amount of time. I mean, proper storage and stuff helps, but yeah. I don't know, but delicious beer. So, um, 10%er. Yeah. It's a, it's a little, it's a little stronger, Yeah, but it's again, it's not, it's not very boozy. It's going to sneak up on you for sure. But again, at $9 a bottle, I'm having one of these much for the fact of, I just don't want to drink my entire six pack now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go home and have another beer, but it won't be. I had a yingling while I was cooking. More, more or less, I, I need to clean the fridge out. On the way, uh, not on the way here, but before I left <laughs> with dinner, yeah. I had a, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Ozark Brewery. Yeah, yeah. Old Pinner. Okay, yeah. I had one of those. I love that. That's, nice. just, that's just like a nice old beer. I've got a bunch of stuff that we got, shit, I want to say it was last summer that yeah. a lot of people got us, and this weekend I'm just going to try to kill it. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's either kill it or throw it out. Yeah. And, some of the Miller lights I have in there that I used to use for judging people. Yeah. Um, I might just throw those out. It's fine. Cause I, I hold on to like what I, so I still have a keystone. I still have three keystone lights. I think I still have the Miller high lives. It's fine. Cause I keep them in my fridge. Cause when my dad comes over, but here he'll drink this shit. Yeah. <laughs> my you dad like, drinks it. You he like does, garbage. <laughs> he's like, hey, it ain't that bad. Yeah. I'm like, you're a fucking gross old man. We're talking about those Miller high lives. There was a, a manager at work that actually we were talking about the, the podcast and stuff like that. He didn't realize I had a podcast, even though I, we've had this conversation before. Um, but he was, we were talking about Miller high life and like other shitty beers. He's like, Miller high life. He goes, that's a good beer, man. He was a little golden yummies those little bottles yeah i'm like what gross it's like oh look we used to we used to go through a whole 12 pack of those things just taking big sips at a time just golden yummies i'm like oh man such a i just i don't i don't get yeah. that but whatever you know teaches her own sunberry <laughs> he's actually no he lived in delaware for a while so yeah. that would have been while he was in delaware but uh how was your week man dude good solid little week not too bad. i got to run with scott wolf and dude it was hot as <clears throat> balls we so we're recording this week guys we're recording on friday uh the 31st so uh he and i ran thursday the 30th 
And it was one of the, it's just seven mile run. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, come over. We'll take off. Like, I think we left my house at like five. Yeah. We left at five. I'm like, oh, we'll just do a quick little seven out. You know, no big deal. We get like a mile into it. And me and him are both like, woo, it is fucking toasty. And it was like instant regret that we didn't bring water. You know? oh. and, like, and like in my infinite wisdom, the, the way I wanted us to run out was like, no shade. Uh, no, I went straight north on Hauk. Ugh. Like all the way to Meeker. You yeah, know, yeah. Like just full on like, fuck it. Let's get as much sun as we can. See if we can pass out yep. along. No, thank yeah. you. So that's like, but other than that, you know. Yeah. Well, we, we got to run a little bit with Scott on the 12 hour yeah, too. Yeah. So I made out, we talked about it last, uh, last show and made it out for the 12 hour. I of course got there at eight thirty and or eight. And someone's like, what time is John coming? I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be late. And then Scott Wolf shows up and he goes, yeah, I left the, the football game and I saw John's face at Stoss in the window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was like, that was at like 10 30. I'm yeah. like, yeah, John's not getting here first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I woke up. I woke up. I was like, I woke up. Sorry. I'm like, fuck. Yes. That was, cause that's the, that's the first Saturday in a really long time. I had stuff in pretty right. late. And I'm like, this is awesome. I, I laid around, had a nice breakfast. Yeah. Well, because I texted you right when I got there. I was like, hey, when are you coming? And then like, I was halfway through my run. You're like, later. <laughs> like, cool, man. I got there at 1130. I got there at 1130. Uh, Chad Hill was pulling up. Nice. So I got to run a lot with Chad and um, Keith and Renee was still there. Uh, Richard was obviously still there who set it all up. Kudos to him for setting it up. Yeah. That was, that was pretty cool. That was clutch. Um, yep. Uh, Scott, um, uh, Megan who, what, it, what, it, was that you and was, was it you and me and her that was running together and she was explaining her hyphenated name, how she regretted doing a hyphenated no. name? No. Because we had the conversation cause she ran it behind me and she's like, I don't think John likes me. Because I said I don't like beer, and then all he kept saying was, "How do you pronounce your?" Or no, what exactly is your last name? Well, because her name is hyphenated on here, and, I, and like so, whenever I see a hyphenated name on Facebook, yeah, I don't know if they have a hyphenated because like they're married, but they want people to be able to find them from their maiden name, right? Or, or Facebook has a feature for that, so or if they have a hyphenated because they want to have a right because they have name. a hyphenated name and so I, I, I that was my only question i love megan i think megan is super fucking cool yeah. here's the thing though her name is mcdonald anderson right mcdonald yeah. hyphen anderson and what's what i found hilarious and what she told me because she's a teacher she's a music teacher um what she told me is her kids for the longest is calling her mickey mick anderson and i'm like that's fucking awesome they're like fuck that hyphen we're just nope. merging the fucking names yep, we're doing mick dropping the rest of that other one <laughs> Anderson. And Anderson. So I want to now her call her McAnderson. Well, McAnderson it is. So I think that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I think that's super clever of the kids to come up with McAnderson yeah. for that. So that, that was, that was it though. So I ran with McAnderson a little bit. That's funny. So that was, well, oh. it's cr- so Scott and I were <clears throat> doing a walk a lap, run a lap thing. It's how yeah. he was doing the, trying to do the whole 12 hours. And, um, I wasn't doing anywhere near that amount of distance, <laughs> but we, nope. we saw some people that he knew that were walking and were like, all right, this is our run lap. So we'll run this lap and then we'll catch you on the second one. And you made a comment about this <clears throat> when we were talking about it last week of how like you can be in that place forever and never see the same people. Yeah. They were walking and we did two and a half laps before we caught them. And I'm like, we ran almost two laps of this. I'm like, how did we not see it? We're like, 
you guys went on a different trail, didn't you? Yeah. Or you guys started running. Like, no, we were walking. I'm like, mm, no, I don't buy this. Yeah. But I'm like, ah, maybe because Megan said the same thing. She came up behind us. She's like, I haven't seen you the entire since we started. Yeah. I have not seen you until now. And this was seven miles in. I tell you what. So on that note, right on that, just how that, how that, that one mile loop yeah. that Richard had, had kind of, yeah, it's at Gallant Woods Park. Yeah. You guys in I don't want to say he created it, but I mean, you know, I'm assuming that he, yeah, kind but of, he where, but where he, he coordinated chose, of, yeah. that's the lap. That's the route we're going to do. I now want to put on a race there. Like yeah. I want to be a race director for a timed mile loop race. But what I want to do, and I've briefly discussed this with you, but me putting this out on a podcast makes it to where we're going to be held accountable and it's going to have to happen now <laughs> is I want I to see what you it, did there. I want to make it a, we could do a 12 hour. The first year we could do a 12 yeah. hours just to test the waters. And like you said, 12 hours is probably much easier for our volunteers. And whatnot. Yeah. I want to do a 12 hour one mile loop run a thon. So, so you're going to pay your registration fee. Your registration fee is going to pay for like, the facilities and yeah. like race, race shit, right? Yeah. And things you need to put on a race. Things you need to put on a race. You know, maybe buy us a nice like set of mics also and like some mixing board or some weird shit. Like that, but mainly race shit. Yeah. So that would be that. But then every person who signs up for a race, they would go out and they would have friends, family members, all that kind of bullshit sponsor them for how many miles they're going to run in 12 hours. Right. So a person might give you a penny for every mile you run. If you run 10 miles, they owe you 10 cents. Yeah. If you run a hundred miles, they owe you a dollar and so on and so on. So on. I and mean, if that's what your family member did, kick them out. <laughs> no gift for them. Yeah. Fucking cool. They get shit. They get dog <laughs> shit in their stockings. <laughs> but yeah, no, like five bucks, right? Five, bu- yeah. five bucks for a mile. Now, well, it depends on who you're sponsored. You fuck around and you uh, evidently Mick Anderson, cause she can get like fucking, Gosh. she ran a hundred miles in 24 hours. So in theory, she could do 50 miles in, in 12 hours, especially on that course. That course is fast as fuck. Yeah. So, you know, you might not want to do F Mick Anderson, but I mean, that'd be a cool. One. And then, so ultimately whatever money you raise or, or was donated to you via your per mile per loop mm-hmm. donation, that amount of money we would give to a charity in Delaware that was like setting something up for like feeding the hungry or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good idea. I like it. John, John posted it out for this fall, but I just don't think it's uh I don't know. I, let's just I see. Think, let's see what kind of feedback we get yeah, on the old, uh, dude, let's see what kind of feedback we get on the socials. I ain't got time for that shit. You got time for it. So it's always time to help out. A the fun needy. thing with the 12 Ooh, hour too is touchy, I was, touchy. I was running away. Yeah. Trust me, dude. I know. <laughs> Spent a little bit of time doing that through the year. Um, I was running with my phone, you know, Pokemon Go. <laughs> and, every, you know, every once in a while, like, and so it was just Scott and I running the circles. And every once in a while, Scott saw me like on my phone, but, like didn't say anything the whole time. Then Keith and Renee come and they were talking about doing something or Scott's like, hey, I'm running a lap, walking a lap. You guys cool with that? And Keith and Renee are like, whatever you're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're doing it too. And I go, well, I'm just playing Pokemon Go. And then I didn't realize Renee used to play it as well. She hasn't played in a while. So she's like, oh, you're hatching eggs and doing this stuff. And da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, wait, wait, goes, wait, 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 wait. You're playing Pokemon Go. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I just thought you were texting somebody the entire time and being rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not texting. Anyone. I'm, I'm hatching Pokemon. <laughs> so I'm not being rude. I'm being a nerd. I mean. It's all right. I'll, I would look at my phone every lap because there was a gym right where we parked the car. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Every time we went around, I was like, I was like, and more free items for me. And then we do another lap. And I'm like, more free items. I held down that gym for two and a half hours while I was there. That's all I needed. Got them pokey coins, bruh. Oh my god. Now we're just waiting for Gen 4. My people know what people know what's up. There's no one that listens to this podcast that plays Pokemon Go. If you do play Pokemon Go, send oh us a DM. Oh my god. And Don't, I'll send you a sticker. You know what? Don't send us a DM. <laughs> take that shit right to Jonathan. You take that shit right to Flores' personal account. Yeah, JFlo714. Fuck that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um all right, what's else in the week? All right, so one thing we'll hit it quick. Oh my go. god, here we go. So our let's, mi- let's kick the beehive. A Midwest, our Midwest talk. We uh, we finished the podcast last week. So like I said, when I was listening back to that, I didn't realize how much of a rant we went on on that. It was a good five minutes. Because uh, I was right, goddammit. You were, you were, I was just as right if you are, if you want to say you were right. And uh, I was completely wrong. The only state in that entire bunch only states i'm sorry the, the entire bunch that were that you said were in midwest were ohio and iowa everything else you had like this is up north and that's and that's, that's central so is fucking north like that's, that's north and central and dead east that is asinine and you're just think. like no so we were both wrong yeah but i was more right no you weren't all right. Well, it, there's her, there's her tangent. So anyways, yeah. that post was fucking hilarious. So people. those didn't see it. You check out our Facebook page. There's, there's like people posted like maps from their school, from Jamie their kids' schools. Barrier, dude. <laughs> Look, my, my little dude G man, my little dude G is hilarious. Like I love that little kid. Every time I'm around Jamie, like, I get to see Grant. That little oh. kid is awesome. He is so funny. I, but Jamie pointed out a hilarious fact over the, uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> so the, ti- the title of the map says <laughs> the Midwest, the and Midwest. it says what region of this area is shown. My little homie still got it wrong. <laughs> he wrote <laughs> Eastern. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was like, that's my dude. Uh, but yeah, so check out our Facebook page. There's a there's a nice little comment rant about uh, all that stuff. One thing that I thought was interesting when we were talking about when we were trying to distinguish what would be what. Someone brought up the uh, Little League World Series. That's great. And their Pete regions. Griggs. I'm like. I don't mind that. He's a fucking lawyer. Leave it, <laughs> leave it up to him. So that's why him and Chad were going back and forth. That's, he's a lawyer. That makes sense. <laughs> he's a lawyer. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I never thought about that. Like the little league world series, like they obviously are regionalizing yeah. things. Yeah. And obviously to say there's different kinds of regions for different yeah. things. So like we call it the Midwest, but it's, is it's not, is you may call it something different. It really, great depends lakes on, or, it really depends on when that r- quote unquote region was defined. Right. right. Like, I mean, like it's easy to call the little league world series regions, what they are now. When you look at the U S as a whole, right. the way it is now. Right? right. Like, so, but yeah, Griggs, but yeah, yeah. also well, Louis world series is probably tough too, because the way they separate, not every, major every not every state probably has their own team some of them yeah. are probably like grouped into like probably like the arizona yeah arizona probably has their own maybe like utah and stuff maybe they're mixed in with someone can't else imagine. or let me know like wyoming and montana like, are mixed wyoming might only have like one team for the entire right. state so they're probably they're probably like mixed in with another state yeah. and they're like something i mean it's so funny little league world series and like every st- every region has their own team and they're like ah, japan <laughs> 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 who who Hawaii won this year? Yeah, Hawaii won. Who did they play? Uh, was it Korea or Japan? Wasn't it? I don't remember. Because it's funny how they do that. Like we play ourselves, and then yeah. we play the other team in the world. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys go beat the rest of the world it's, for us. It's us against the world. Yeah, you beat the rest of the world for us, and then we'll just beat you. Yeah, which usually doesn't happen, but because these kids are like six foot two and ten years old. Dude, did you see the Spanish kid this year? There's a, there's a team from Spain this year. And there was a kid from 
uh, the Spanish kid, the kid was as big as me. Oh, yeah. Like, he would take my fucking lunch money. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, that kid is jacked. Uh, he is huge. These kids are just then they, and then they had something the one, in the school then, lunch. And then they had that one heavy kid. I can't remember where he's from, but in his intro, he goes, I hit dingers. <laughs> I was like, that is so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, it kept saying it over and over. I'm like, that kid is fucking awesome. They, they showed there was, a, there was a rap remix put down to him on, was there? that I found on Twitter. Uh, Dude, we'll, I love Twitter. We'll Twitter's a for it. Man, Twitter's a deep, deep, yeah. deep, oh, you deep go, pit, man. Well, you can wait a Another fuck deep off. tip, uh, Reddit. Reddit's my yes, jam now. I've been yes. getting more than that. And there's one that was like, this kid is savage. Because it was like, <laughs> like something wants to tell his teacher and he's like, I've got a crush on her or something like that. Like, man, that bro is, he's got it. He knew this was going to be on ESPN and he's like, I don't care. I'm still writing this down. It's going down. Right. I'm getting that teacher fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. That's uh, that's Midwest. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we're going to talk about the perfect race. So we had this idea. Obviously, John sent, uh, was telling me about the idea of doing an actual race, and it had me thinking of, hey, what would make the actual like perfect race? So, you could design yeah. from start to finish and all the topo. Like that's the cool part to think about this. Like, like what would you want in your race? Right. I also like would, no nothing out of like you could you can have mountains and flats. Yeah. You can have like obviously it's it's very dreamy and it's so funny we brought the like, you brought this topic up because i don't know probably like two weeks ago again going back to twitter i was somehow some way i was on uh, somewhere on twitter reading a thread somewhere and someone was talking about there is a race there's a road race that is actually having to stop like they're going they're, they're they've they've kind of ran out of runners like that no one's signing up for it anymore gotcha and it's because it's too hard. Really? Like Roadrunner's like, fuck this. It's too hard. And I thought, you know what? That's kind of like, that might be one of the key differences between Roadrunners and trail runners. Because most trail runners I know, they're like, I don't know. I wonder how much more I can make that suck. Yeah. You know, and I can, like, what's I start, the additional suck factor that you can yeah, do to it? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like a lot of trail runners, like they enjoy high suck factors of, of running. Whereas a lot of road runners are like, no, I don't want it to be too awful bad. Cause I want to set a PR. Like they're constantly chasing PRs. Yeah. Kind of, you know, so I feel like road there's, runners, there's definitely more, there's that mindset of, I want something fast and easy. There's more time goals. Yeah. So and, anyway, I, when I, when you pr- present this, I immediately thought to that and I started thinking, Oh my God, if I could design. So I got, I, I feel like I designed a pretty badass yeah, race. Looking through the notes you did, you bring up like the, the toughness of the race. I just watched that documentary. I can't remember the name of it now. Um, about him trying to get the, um, FKT yeah. in, um, on the AT, yeah. the FKT on the AT, you know, you guys know what I'm you talking know. about, but I, it was one of those things where like, why do you do this? And it's like, cause why not? Like, yeah. I want to see how hard I can push myself. I want to push I, myself to the limit. I want to make, I want to make my butthole blow bubbles with buttermilk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it to suck. I've never heard that before. Uh, that is, I just, just absolutely, uh, mutated a, um, uh, I just mauled a, uh, a quote from, uh, Full Metal Jacket. Uh, I've never seen it. Oh my god! I know of the movie, but dude, that Full Metal Jacket—it's weird. Full Metal Jacket might be two movies in one. Actually, I would dare say because you have the entire first portion that is them at basic training or boot camp, whatever you call it, at there, and then shit goes down, and then boom, they're in Vietnam. It's like two entirely different movies. 
You know what I like about Vietnam, though? Good morning, Vietnam. That's a good movie. That's not a bad movie. That's really that good might movie. be one of his only movies I like, actually. Really? Not a huge Williams fan. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what other movies he was in that I did really like. So, speaking of uh, FKTs, did you see uh, Candace Burt? No. She set an FKT again for uh, Wonderland Trail. Oh, really? She had it, and then someone took it, and then she went back. She's like, bitch, that's mine. Yeah, just let you know this how this works. Back crazy and if i'm not mistaken I, I just pulled up to try to make sure i was right uh with 30 miles to go okay here's a quote from her this is quote this is candace burke quote with 30 miles to go i was like shit i have to run faster per mile for the last 30 than i did the first 65 holy shit right fuck that's a no thank you that makes me just want to throw up on myself yeah and that's on the wonderland trail yeah carl Meltzer, uh yeah. made to be broken is yes. The, is the documentary. It's, like, watch it's like 42 minutes. It's on Netflix. It is great because he I, goes into a deep hurt locker. Does he? Like deep where he was like, they spent an extra night. Like, well, he got to a place and he's only going to sleep for a couple hours. And he's like, we're spending the entire night. Ooh. And that was, they're like, uh, he was like, uh, like it shows you like how far behind the record he was. And they're like 11 hours behind record. No shit. But you got to take that relative. Cause more than like they're, they're, they're putting Scott Jerry's, entire pace to a purpose which obviously he ran faster at the beginning yeah. and then slowed down so it's like he may have been faster to that point and then slowed down but what's interesting you know what that really speaks to is how viable rest can be at any yep. you know i think you and i have talked about that you know who i love to like just pick the brain of there's two kinds of people who i i think would just be fascinating to just really dig deep into their brains it's a dietitian for like running like a, yeah. a race right and then like a sports science uh, where like you could like dig deep and like figure out the perfect amount of rest to take at an aid station for given distances. At what point are you not taking enough rest? Right. But at what point has it become a diminishing return where you're taking too much time there? Do we know people losing? in either one of those professions? Uh, dude, I don't know. Sports sciences. I, I don't know anyone sports science. If anyone is, uh, any listener is in the sports <laughs> sciences, just dude, uh, I mean, how, reach us out. We, we'd love to have a conversation. Dude, that about would that. be super cool to know, right? Like, yeah. okay, you're running a hundred miler. You have a 30 hour cutoff. If you run this pace, this is the perfect amount of time to spend at an aid station, get optimal performance out of you. Right. That would be so. I'm sure it's cool. still an individual basis it because is. there's a lot of, it is. there's a lot of factors in it, but I mean, right. generally speaking, there should be some sort of, but answer. that would be super fucking cool to hear. Yeah. Um, so anyways, so perfect race, <laughs> perfect race for the third time. We'll try this. Yeah. So, so we're going to go, did, we're going to go trail races. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to go back and forth. Like we usually do. John did some trail race stuff. I did some road race stuff. There's a lot of stuff that carries over between the two. Um, but there are some things that are different just from the nature of the race itself. First thing I wanted to point out with the races, uh, any perfect race, right off the bat, the money's going out the door to charity. Yeah. It's going to something, you know, you're paying expenses, but then the money's going out the door. We're not yeah. trying to make this a for-profit event. Yeah. Uh, again, no shade to race directors that that's their full-time job, but if that's your full-time job, you shouldn't make a hundred thousand dollars a year to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's just my, that's my, make cents. some money, but yeah, shit. you need to make money to make a living to, if that's, that's actually your job, you need to make a living, take care of your family. That's fine. But I wouldn't say you're, you don't need to be the single breadwinner in a family of five as a race director. What about this though? What if I'm a race director and I make a hundred K a year? What if I, okay, so let's take that person you're just talking about, yeah. but their aid stations are like fucking phenomenal. Like it is just the absolute greatest race day experience you could 
fucking fathom. Then your race registration's through the roof. Is it though? It's expensive. So if you if you if you're increasing costs there, you're taking stuff away from something else. Yeah. So are yeah, you taking it away from the charity? I know where I'd take it away from. You motherfuckers ain't getting no bling. Yeah, we'll get to bling eventually. <laughs> That's just me. That's coming up. But so, so my pre-race. Yeah, we'll start with with pre-race. So pre-race. Uh, so <laughs> uh, when I said pre-race too, I, you didn't write this note here, but you can think about it while you're talking. Uh, I kind of thought like communication as well, like uh, like like beforehand, yeah. like you signed up for the race. How am I being made aware? of what the hell's going on, whether it's the course instructions, I mean, you'll that get, sort of like, thing. you know, for me on a pre-race, like I, like it's funny. Cause like I see people who are just freaking the fuck out about pre-race like instructions and stuff like that. I mean, for me, as long as I get some sort of pre-race instructions, like I don't know, three days before the race, I'm pretty solid. Yeah. Anything above and beyond that. I feel like, I feel like if I'm going to sign up for a race, I've probably done enough research on my own. And have asked enough questions to other people that I kind of already know what I'm getting into. Right. Like I, there's races I'm kind of interested in for next year. I've asked a boatload of people. And so I, I mean, do I know the course like the back of my hand? Well, a fucking course not because right. I don't live anywhere near it, but I know what the course kind of sort of is. I know that kind of stuff and I know what I'm getting into, you right. know what I mean? So for me, that kind of communicate, but for me, the pre-race, I'm talking like morning of, Yeah, yeah. yeah. like for me, the morning of pre-race, I want to show up. I want a quick, Hey, if you get fucking lost, it's your fault. Yep. If you get hurt, it's your fault. Yep. Uh, there's the direction you're running. Go. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Like, I don't like, I cannot stand. I'll tell you who really kind of annoyed me. Um, and I've talked to some other people that come to find out they feel the same way. Western States, right? Like you get out there and they're like, Oh yeah, we have this big pre-race meeting. You have to come to on Friday, Friday night or Thursday night, one or the other. You got to come to it. Fr- and, it's the night before the race. And you got to come to it. A lot of good information is put out. Da, 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 da. They just talk about all the elites, right? It's all it is. They bring up all the female elites and they bring up all the male elites and they tell you who they are and they talk about who they are and what they've done. And they talk a little bit about this and a little bit about that. And Oh, by the way, cause they get paid by the brands. You're in a fucking building that is like 6,000 degrees. Like motherfuckers are melting in that bitch yeah and then they do tell you ironically enough as you're in there sweating to death oh by the way when you get into canyons make sure you drink a lot of water you will burn it you are bust you will you'll just explode into flames oh crew and pacers that goes for you too you motherfuckers want to die out there you know you're like what the fuck kind of pre yeah all right we get it it's fucking hot drink water but like I could do without that pre-race shit. So for me on my pre-races yeah. I I really I just want to show up I want to be sure what direction I'm going to run I want you know don't get lost. Yeah. Don't be, you know, if you run a quarter mile, and you haven't seen like a confidence court, uh, turn the fuck back around, you know, and right. that's it. Like it's just go. Yeah. There's like you said, there's a lot of pre-work that is, should be on the runner side, not necessarily on the race side. So you should, you should, as a runner be asking those questions and finding out like, where does the course go? Like, you don't yeah. need to know the course. Like the back, I don't even know, like it's the third tree and then I take a yeah. left, Yeah, but it's like, what color flags am I following? Right. And that's kind of thing. Kind of the same thing with you with the communication is like, just give me some information. Give me a course map. Yeah. Tell me what time I need to be there and where packet pickup is. You know, I, you know, also I've kind of also, uh, there, there's a certain race that's really ruined me from these. I don't really care about seeing topos anymore. 
because God, those I, motherfuckers are no, those are so inaccurate. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They, there is a, well, I, they're never to scale. They're never to fucking a race. I literally almost DNF the race because the topo had lied to me so bad. I got so fucking, yeah. I got so got pissed off at I got it. So fucking mad. You're like this is stupid. Uh, I'm out there like throwing a temper tantrum, like a fucking three year old about this. Yeah. That fucking topo was not right. Was, we should be at the aid station. When I looked at, uh, what in Juno, yeah. that's how it was. Like they're like, it's, it's a lot of hills. And I'm like, you've got the, the elevation chart. And I'm like, it's not going anywhere. It's staying like this. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, your things are 500 feet apart. Right. A little jet. Like, yeah, that's yeah. a huge climb. Yeah. Like a centimeter movement on theirs yeah. is like 600 feet of climb. It's, like yeah. a, it's a massive climb. And you're like, yeah. thanks. You're a dick. Yeah. You, you scaled that worth it. Worth shit. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then you have races like, um, kettle kettles is literally looks like someone's heartbeat. Yeah. And you're just like, where, where, and they're not even like proportioned. Right. So it's yeah. like zero to 500. Then it's like 500 to like five sixty, five sixty, And then <laughs> it's like to 800. Yeah. You're like, I'm very confused on yeah. how you wrote this for yeah. thing. What kindergartner did you had portion? Exactly. So, um, so from, from the pre-race, we're just going to, we jump right into, right into the course, right into the course the itself potatoes. Um, with the road races. What I think would be really, it's really nice for courses is having like a scenic route where you like kind of see your location. So yeah. whether it's like a, a small town or a big city or whatever it is, like the highlights of that place, the landmarks. Yeah. You yeah. need to run by, I think it's the AC. Huh. Uh, you need to run by those things yeah. because that's where you're in the city. There's been a few races where I don't understand races that like take you like down warehouses and like, like uh, industrial districts and stuff like this. You're like, there's nothing to see here. I never want to come to your shitty city again because, because you took me through the shittiest part of it. Cause I didn't get to see it. Nashville was a prime example of that ran Nashville and I had been to Nashville before. So I, I knew a little bit of it, but most of the race we went there, if that was my first experience of Nashville, I'm like, Nashville's a shithole to live in. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to come back here. But then I've been to places. I don't know what's uh, like Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. Like we ran through a couple of little small towns that were really cool. I'm like, yeah, this is a pretty cool area. They yeah. wrap you around some areas that you need to see. And it's like, yes, that, that makes perfect sense. I shit you not. Your description, what you just talked about reminded me of the race I was talking about. And I was slightly wrong. It did. It almost went defunct, and they say they've kind of saved it. It sounds like it's on an uptick again. Athens Marathon done in. Oh yeah, right. So Athens Marathon. Oh, they just ran their fiftieth last well, year, right? So here's or the year thing: it, it almost went out. So here's what happened: Athens Marathon years ago, back in the eighties, I think, or sometime after, that used to be a motherfucker. Like it used to be hard as fuck, I guess. Yeah. Because it used to cut through and see like scenic shit in Athens, right? But they, because of that, you're going up hills, you're, you're going up, you know, right. these roads and which it's fucking Athens, right? Like it's a little, it's the foothills of Ohio. That's what there is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so I guess people didn't like it because of that. Like it got too challenging. So it started, the numbers started to, to go down on right. it. So then like a new race director or something took it over yeah, or yeah. something happened. And right before it went all the way out, they took it over and they put it on a rails to trails down there. Oh gosh. So if I'm not mistaken now, that motherfucker's now and back on a rails and trails. Uh, that is miserable. And it, it, but here's what's crazy because all of a sudden it got easier and more was people le- signed up. More people signed up. Cause they're like, Oh, this is so cool. I get to run in Athens down this like fucking flat ass trail. But I heard at every time, whatever time of year that is, it's super hot. Like it's always it's blazing in hot. Like May, April, May. So yeah, yeah I it's mean, usually blazing Southeast, hot. Southeastern Ohio. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that'd be hot as 
ball sack yeah. and humid. Right. So now is, but now all of a sudden it's just like boring ass trail. Yeah. So, and like Athens does, like if you talk to like, uh, Mark and Keith and those guys who've spent like a shit ton of time in Athens, right. They can, there's some really cool shit to see down in yeah. Athens. And you don't get to see them on this marathon anymore. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, if you're going to have that, you have, you have three to six hours to wow people for your city. So it's like three, two and a half motherfucker. <laughs> I wrote four to six initially. I'm like, there are some fast people, so I'll, I'll, I'll include them. They don't, I mean, look, they don't listen to this. Two and a half of you're me. <laughs> we're not talking about the half marathon portion of this one. So <laughs> we're not talking about bike riding. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I could bike a marathon two and a half hours. On my little bell. Ding, ding. <laughs> on your left. On your left. Um, so yeah, you you have a short amount of time to like wow people. So you want to have that like wow factor. So I would say like, you know, whether it's just regular lamb, like just normal landmarks of something of your city, or even just like a scenic overlook, like the flying pig's pretty cool when it brings you up in that park and you overlook the river yeah. and you have some cool, like things like that, I think would be really, I think that's, that's one flying, yeah, flying pig does that really well. That's why I said the flying yeah, pig. I was reading this. Oh, sorry. Yeah. The like flying pig with the river. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. What's funny is when you made the river <laughs> overlook, it's like, Oh, he's talking about flying pig. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for me, trail racing, right? Like the one, rule of the trail racing and it, for me it's it's borderline it's it should just be etched in stone this is a hard rule for me for for trail racing it has to be single track that motherfucker has got on a perfect race all of it i don't care if we're talking about a 5k a 100k or a 100 miler that bitch has got to be single track and it's got to be a nice like <laughs> dirt almost mud not quite mud like hard just soft dirt, enough soft maybe a little bit of crushed stone in there so you make the little <laughs> foot sounds for your foot strikes but there cannot be a root nor a stone anywhere in sight like i'm permanently fucking scarred but like no root no stone just beautiful perfectly maintained single track as far as the eye can see remember we said this is like a dream it is. It, this is all dream. <laughs> this is like perfect world. So it would have to be single track for me. But, uh, you know, me being the, the sadist I am, I need at least, depending on the distance, right? Because, I mean, I need an appropriate amount of like really fucking tough climbs. I mean, like put your hands on your knees, bent over, sucking air, kind of like yeah. motherfucker, this is bullshit kind of climbs. You want to regret doing it for a I moment. want you... I want when you are halfway up the hill, maybe in a third of the way up that hill, be like, mother fucker, fuck this guy. Why, why am I out here? That's what I want. I want a more <laughs> biblical response than what people give on forget the PR. Ooh. I want that. I want people like this motherfucker. I am going yeah. to kick him in the nuts when I get how, back. How did he make us go uphill for a mile? Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I mean. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be, it can be a switchback. Yeah. It can be straight up switchbacks, like back and forth with it, like going straight up a hill sucks because you, you like, you see it and that sort of thing. Yeah. But switchbacks piss me off. I think more because you feel like you're not getting up fast enough. So tight switchbacks don't bother me. It's the long switchbacks where you don't even know you're doing switchbacks. Great example. Um, Mohican on the bike, on the bike track. Yeah. That's, Uh, that's long enough. Way back. Like there's seriously times you're like, what the fuck? Fuck me. I just doubled back on myself. Like you literally like lose yeah. uh, from where it goes from like mile four down to zero. Yeah. Like that is, uh, it's clearly four fucking miles. Yeah. And you'll be on that bitch. Like, like fuck me. I got, what are we like mile nine, mile 10? 
No. Yeah. One and a half. What the but if fuck? You went, if you went straight down the wood it's line. It's like 200 feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, fuck this. So one thing I didn't think, like, when, we were, when I was just reading these notes, so, like, what about, like, a path? Do you prefer, would you want, like, a looped course? Oh, so, so like it, regardless of this, obviously we're talking at least, at least yeah. marathon distance, yeah. but it, is a loot better or like uh, multiple laps or see, out I, and back or see, I don't, out and backs would be, I don't know. Outbacks would be tight with the single track. Out backs would be tough. So for me personally, I think in the perfect world, it'd be one or the other. It'd be single loop or it'd be destination. Point to point. Point to point. Like, I love the idea of Bigfoot. Bigfoot 200. Okay. How she has that set up. I don't know where that course is. Bigfoot 200 is in Oregon. And it's literally, you start here, and I'll see you in 200 fucking miles down, down state. Huh. And you're just running to it. Is it, is it a is net downhill race? It is a net downhill race. But I mean, you're climbing over mountains. It's a net downhill, but it has some ungodly amount of elevation change. Like, a fucked up sadistic amount of yeah. elevation change. Which brings me to my next point. Yeah. <laughs> Not only do I want to have multiple tough climbs where you're like, fuck this dude, but I feel like you need some like, not rolling hills, but some additional like... The hills that'll actually mess you up. Some little burpees in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? The like, ones that'll mess you up long yeah. term because you're like, these aren't bad. If anyone has ever ran at Woodstock, run Woodstock up in Hell, Michigan. That's coming up here September, two in weeks. like two weeks, yeah. So for people that's going there, there is a hill that is roughly, this is, I know it's going to be a pretty good range. Anywhere for, let's call it three miles plus or minus a mile, right? There's a hill that's three miles plus or minus a mile away from the finish line. And the first time, second time you hit that hill, you're like, oh, this is cute. Let me tell you something. You hit that motherfucker the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth time, depending on what race you're running, you're like, this son of a bitch can go straight to hell. <laughs> like, that thing, like, it just grows. Yeah. Like, you're like, how did that hill get bigger? Why how is this bigger? This doesn't so, make much so sense. So explain to me, like, geology again. Yeah. Like, are these plates coming together? What's right. happening here? So kind of that kind of shit, uh, like those. Um, I would even go as far as to say the hill at Mohican that is North Rim Trail. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it needs a couple of those in there to really fucking piss you off. You know, because those are just big enough that you know them. Yeah. But they're not like put your hands on your knees, make right. your cuss kind of hills. Right, right. You're not, so it needs those. It needs, it needs, so whatever big ass hills you have, it has to have half the amount of that in these little ass okay. hills. Okay. After that, I want that bitch to be fast. I just want nice, like where you can yeah. relax. You can almost lull yourself into a sense of security where you're like, I got this. Right. Until you hit another hill. I'm good to go. And then you make a fucking hard Louie and there's another motherfucker staring you down. <laughs> and you're like, son of a bitch. Like, I hate you. That's. I would say like course, course wise too, for the running, we talked about the loop. I was trying to figure out like, I hate out and backs period. I just don't like seeing the same thing twice. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like the ones that almost wrap in and out of streets where you have to be um, paying attention to your tangent lines that they're actually marking. Like, so most courses like you have, yeah. I can't remember if New York had it or not. Now that they I think do. about it. New York, I, so Berlin had it, uh, Chicago has it yeah. and New York has it. I think that's such a cool, where idea. they actually have, if you run the line, you're going to run 26.2. Yeah. And it's a perfect. Yeah. So with the, uh, so yeah, if you run the line, you're going to be running the 26.2. And when you have like all these turns in and out of downtown and stuff like that, you can add an easily another mile 
onto your route while you're running if you're not running the tangents on the road so you're taking turns super wide or do whatever but in the same same way if you run hard tangents because most of the time those lines aren't on the exact tangents with the hard tangents you should be able to cut some some miles so there's been times where i've seen people run marathons like right at 26 miles because they were able to cut short because the race director the way they mapped it because when you guys map something on like whether it's Garmin or map my run or any map, I mean, Google maps for that matter. It's just hitting the middle of the road yeah. or the middle of the lanes or whatever. So you're, you you map out 11 miles and then you'll do it. And you're like, why did it end up at 10, eight? Yeah. Like, well, because cause you ran to sidewalks, you ran a sidewalk or you cut in somewhere yeah. that, you know, you didn't think of, but I would say like, I, I really enjoy the cutting in and out because it adds a little more, you're having to think while you're doing it. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. It, it, you're running down straight roads. I mean, what was it? Iowa, where I think I had a 12 mile stretch where I was on the same road. Yeah. It curved a little bit, but it was the same road. You just you're like, and eh, I'm still on the same road and look, another farm. Well, you and I've talked about Brooklyn half marathon. Oh yeah. That yeah. motherfucker owns me. Like I cannot get a good run there. I ran it two or three times and that thing has crushed my will to live every single time. Cause you run down, I think it's called ocean Boulevard ocean way something like something that, that yeah. and, and so and i've told jonathan about them but the the fucking crossroads are the alphabet <laughs> it's just dead right. straight oh look avenue alpha or you know a avenue b avenue c avenue and then you look down and you're like way the fuck down you're like fuck. and these aren't like super close no blocks. they're like new the, york block like yeah they're, they're, yeah. they're real blocks yeah and you look down and you're like fuck me i can't even see well the new york we're gonna say what east to west blocks yeah because north to south blocks super are the short, short ones. like quarter mile block. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah it, it's it's a motherfucker man like it just sucks um yeah. but so uh i think that's that's my dream course that's yeah. my dream trail just some really gnarly ass kicking hills with some I mean, some I, little ash chewers. I think that's exactly what you need though. Yeah. Because it breaks up the run and it also makes it a little challenging. I want I want two or three Rottweilers <laughs> with some chihuahuas on either side <laughs> of the Rottweilers. And then I just want flat and fast. And then more Rottweilers and Chihuahuas and then flat and fast. And just repeat that until you get to said distance speaking of dogs she just laying on the bed uh yeah she is knocked out uh so aid stations dream aid stations so really for aid stations for road there's there's not much for roads really because most of the time they're single aid stations and it's usually water or sports drink of sort um but i think my biggest gripe with them is having people that don't understand how to hand off water to people because when you don't know how to hand off water, people, one, people aren't getting water. Two, water's getting all over the damn street, and now the street's soaking wet, and you can't, like, people slip, and there's, like, cups everywhere, and it's, you know, people don't know how to throw away trash. So that's, like, my first thing is in perfect race, uh, if you throw trash on the ground, you're disqualified, get the hell off my course, uh, which is next to impossible to do in a road race, but it would happen. I'd make it happen. Um, and then just having a, a course of, like, hey, this is how you hand off water to people so you don't get them soaking wet. Um, Could but you imagine in a perfect course if you got to do your perfect thing about the no littering allowed? Yeah, like you'd have like the world's smallest court race. Oh yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Well, a lot of races, even there, I have seen some road races as well go to this no cup. Yeah, which is interesting because it's tougher for road for the fact is again road people are more apt to time. Yeah, and if you're having to stop to fill up your water bottle, you're obviously going to hit on time. Yeah. 
even though there's been numerous studies that I've read talking about walking through aid stations compared to trying to run and swallow oh, water, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. you lose very few seconds. Yeah. You may feel like you're there for a minute, but you're losing seconds in your overall time because you chug the water and then you're, you're not getting enough of it. And then it'll cause issues down the road kind of thing. Obviously we're talking about people in like our time frame of running <laughs> people that are running much faster. One, they know what the hell they're doing. And most of the time they're drinking out of straws. Yeah. They got their own little things up. Yeah. Uh, for me, aid stations, uh, I mean, we're going to trail. So we're talking a little bit more along the ultra line. Yep. Uh, we just need like really good food there. <laughs> yeah. Just like fuck tons of bacon, grilled cheeses, pickles, oranges. But I, I mean, there is something to be said where you, I feel like you can really tell on trail races and ultras when you come into an aid station and the workers are ultra runners yep. also yeah, for some reason you can really 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 tell well they know what you need before you have to ask yeah one. like like there is it's really nice when you walk into an aid station and like before you even say anything like you look down at your hydration vest and your fucking bottles are gone yeah and you realize like some dude is skipping like yep. jogging to the water you're like oh yeah, they, cool. They, that's, they meet that's, you before yeah. you get to the yeah. aid station to grab your water bottle, fill it up. Yeah, and, and it's and it, what, it's funny. It's like I've had to meet me at aid stations, and they're not asking what I need. They're like, so which one's the water? Which one's the, the, the yeah. sports drink? Like they know that one is one, and yep. like, oh, it's it's this way and this way. Like, oh, cool, man. All right, I'll be right back with it. Want yeah. me to bring you back food? What kind of food do you like? Vegetarian, vegan, meat? Which one? Well, right. We got it all. And you're like, oh shit. Like it can almost be system overload. And, I love that. And the best part too is not only do they help you there, but they also get your ass out. Yeah, they tell yeah. you to get back out on the yeah. court. Like they don't they don't let you sit around yeah, yeah. Uh, because they know because they've been in that situation and know if you get too comfortable you're going to want to stay so for me the perfect aid station you know has some has some tunes jamming you know something a little funky something yeah. a little like keep you motivated but uh is is crewed and ran by fellow ultra fellow trail runners people who who dig the hurt locker also and know exactly where you're at what's going on right um so i'm not uber picky on on my on my aid stations. Yeah. But this one, this is where I'm going to make tons of friends. Yeah. So at the yeah, aid station itself, <laughs> I think, I mean, there's not much, there's not much to be said with it. We just want some good food. We want people that know what they're talking about. I mean, that goes with road and, um, and trails as well. But the next one, yeah, John, Don brings a good point. And funny enough, we know we write our notes semi separately, but they go in the same note things. We see it and we were kind of, I didn't have to write much other than agree a hundred percent because what John's going to say, I wholeheartedly agree with. And I know people are going to be like, but you're running fucking 50 States and you have a little thing to hold all your medals and you have all this stuff and you do this stuff. But I don't choose to do that. Just like my generation gets participation trophies because their parents said they needed them. Not because we said yeah, we needed yeah. them. Yeah. So it's your fault, baby boomers. That's what I'm saying. So. Um, and what's funny is if you didn't have that thing to hang your medals, what else the fuck you want to do with them? I mean, right. sit in a tote bag or, I mean, I mean they're literally the sitting in a box right yeah. now because we I mean, replaced that. go to my house. I have I mean, half the people who's been in my house where I know I have a fucking office. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's a room that stays behind closed doors. Cause it's a fucking, that's where your son plays switch. It's where my son, <laughs> I actually said no, but he does play computer there. <laughs> uh, it's literally my kid's computer room. It's not even my office, <laughs> but, uh, there's a shelf in there that has virtually everything I've ever done in racing. Just, fucking piled up on it like a giant heap of do you still dust. have our uh our our first place three band i shit you not i had forgotten about that so here is going to prove my fucking point yeah swag ladies and gentlemen swag is bullshit it is just another piece of shit you're going to take to your house 
and sit somewhere and it's going to fucking collect us. So the preface is our next topic is swag. Now, that being said, I, I will fully admit I did become very enamored with Yeti 100 yeah. and, and their, their skateboard. Like that yeah. motherfucker's just dope. I'm sorry. Like there's, yeah. there's like, it's so funny because I talk all the time about, oh, I've never seen him. And I saw him like, eh, someone's <laughs> morals are being checked. I'm like, oh shit. Ooh, I think I want to oh, do it. They might Ooh. get me. <laughs> Have you seen uh walk hard, the Dewey Cox story? Uh-uh. There's a part there where he's talking about doing drugs and he's like, He's like, what are you doing? He's like, we're smoking reefer. And he's like, he's like, oh, I don't want to get no hangover. He's like, there's no hangover. He's like, well, I don't want it to make me have bad sex. He's like, it makes sex even better. He goes, I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that fucking skateboard from Yeti's dope as shit. Yeah. So, um, I just don't get swag. I just don't get it. Like I literally, I mean, I'm not shitting you. I have a shelf just full of fuck back. To, okay. So yeah. I keep jumping around, but back to that fucking plaque, I had fucking forgot about it. And then either you or Chad had asked me about it. I'm like, I think uh, we had brought it up for some reason. Yeah. So what we're talking about is John, uh, Chad and I did the, uh, one day for the KIA when they used to do it as a 24 hour, they don't do a 24 hour anymore with it. They only do 12. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, because of signups and stuff like that. That's yeah. a whole, that's a whole nother thing. But they did a 24 hour race that basically ran the, the oval at, uh, at Ohio state, which, um, if you guys aren't familiar with it, it was at 0.79 miles, 0.76 miles, something of that nature. 0.71. If uh, it was 0.7, point something. 0.7 something. Yes. Yeah. It was, a, it maybe it was in the low it seven, was, one, seven, three. It was bullshit because you get there. Like, uh, oh, you not know even what? a mile. Yeah. No. Cause you, it was 0.7. Something, so you had to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to count. You're like, well, you have to do it like every 10 miles is this. And yeah, so we did the 24 hour and John was actually training for Mohican at the time. So he just did, uh, a 50 mile training run, like through the night kind of thing. But which I will say was pretty fucking awesome when the drunk OSU kids oh, started yeah. coming in. That was great. At like one or hey, two o'clock in the morning. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Cause it was great too. Cause there wasn't that many people that were running through the night. A lot of people actually yeah. slept for a little bit and we didn't. We basically said, if you get to a point where you're just walking, the next person's going to run yeah. just to keep miles up. Yeah. So we, you know, we took turns that way, but, uh, we, we won, we ended up getting, <laughs> there was only three, three man teams and we got first place of those. So in that so because plaque, of that, we got this, like a plaque that said like, congratulations, you're the number one three man team. And it's, it was in my sock drawer. Was it really? I shit you not. It's in my sock drawer. <laughs> and then so it says, I'm like, oh, I don't know where I, I did now. I have since pulled it out of my sock drawer. Yeah. And it now sits on the dresser. With all the other Right stuff. above my sock drawers. Mixing with other bullshit. Yeah. Um, so it just, I, I just don't get swag. I just don't get it. So um, the one little bit of swag I would be willing to give out, though, if I were to give out swag, I think a super cool idea is I would let each runner pick out what style of running shorts they like. All right. So you have your choice between one or two, either a, you're getting some three inch splits. Damn right. Or you're That's getting my jam or man. you're getting five inch. Why don't, why don't more people rock that? I don't know. Like with my body style. I don't know. Like usually it's like real thin people yeah. that are using it. So either a, you're getting three inch splits or you're getting five inch two and ones. And then I'm putting the race logo prominently on the right thigh. I like it. Prominent. I mean, a big fat ass place bib here. Yeah. Um, so that is what I would do. Um, or I would do, I think this is a great idea. I stole this idea off from birth barf like last year sometime. And it's maybe one of the greatest ideas I've ever heard. And I can't believe there's not more running shirts designed like this. 
in the spring fall time, right? You'll take off like, ooh, I need a long sleeve shirt. And then mm-hmm. you get X amount of miles into it. And what are you doing with your long sleeve shirt? You're like rolling it up, right. right? Fuck, why is there not baseball cut, baseball sleeve length running shirts? Huh. So I would have a tech a material tech baseball. baseball shirt with my race logo on it. I'd have to reach out to some. We'll reach out to our folks at New Balance. <laughs> you hear that, New Balance? Huh. New, hey, New Balance. Hoka. Well, Hoka made clothes too? Yeah. Uh, oh, you know who does? I wear a lot of Saucony stuff. Running rabbit. Yeah, I need to reach out to this dude. Dude, I I'm I so I've seen some of their stuff. I need to grab I actually some had it. some I actually had a little conversation with him on Twitter. I know, I'm not gonna lie. Uh I, I think is McAnderson got me involved in a conversation with them on Twitter. Okay. And um I have a pair of their shorts uh that are called the Quadzillas. Yeah. And I think I might well, you have posted a video or a picture. Oh, about where it. I look like, like I pissed myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's my groin. We're like, all right, man, <laughs> you just got banned. So on I'm Facebook. not a hundred percent sure if I bought a size too big because like they, like they don't ch- like, like the stuff will still bunch up in the granal area. Gotcha. So I don't know if it's like too much material because they're too big. So if I maybe need to go down a size, Yeah. but I don't know. But I told them like me and McAnderson's having this conversation on Twitter and like run rabbit jumped in on it and asked me which one it had. I'm not going to lie. There's a small portion of me. It's like, Ooh shit. Maybe they'll send me a size down. <laughs> nope. Dicks. No, no I'm kidding. But no, um, no, but like a baseball length sleeve tech shirt. Yeah. I think that'd be gangster shit. Outside of that, fuck that. You ain't getting a medal. You're not getting plaques. Yeah. You're not getting shit. Yeah. I mean, I felt pressured into to hangry this year of having to give people medals because people were like really harping at it. So we gave, uh, we gave what finisher or finisher mugs and stuff like that yeah. because I come to a point of I 100% agree that most swag is garbage. I don't need another t-shirt. I mean, the amount of t-shirts I've thrown away or uh, I've thrown away, I've donated um, from tech tees, like nice t-shirts, but I've, I've got a ton I've of got, them. I have two drawers full of tech yeah, shirts. I find I got mine down to one drawer. I'm sorry. There are two drawers now, but I have a long sleeve drawer and a short sleeve drawer just to separate winter clothes and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I would say like the t-shirt and stuff. I initially love, I initially yeah. love pint glasses. That's what I'm saying. Anything that's I have like a fuck ton of pint glasses now too. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the weird thing is like, I, I was thinking when I was writing this, I was like anything useful at the end of a race other than like a t-shirt or like a metal or something. But I'm yeah. like, it's the same thing. Do I need another coffee? I'm like, I don't drink coffee. And I've got a I ton of three, coffee. I have I've got three a, races worth of right. coffee cups. And then I've got pint glasses and I've got, we had a, th- we had to donate pint glasses yeah. when we moved. Cause we're like, I don't need 15 pint glasses. I went, I went from not having a Negline. Yeah. I went from not having one of those to I fucking kid you not. Everyone in my house, if you're in any room in my house, you are within arm's reach of two of those motherfuckers. That's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's kind of awesome. Yeah. There's no reason to ever be dehydrated in my house. Yeah, that's very true. Like, like if you ever pass the fuck out of my house, it's your goddamn fault. Yeah, not because of dehydration. No. You didn't eat enough. Um, or you overhydrated. Or you overhydrated. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but, you know, what is that that mix of what do people actually need and what yeah, they I just don't, don't need? I just, I don't get I, it. I, but, but you say the same thing with, like, shorts and stuff. Like, the shorts sound like a great idea, but... Do you need another pair of shorts? What do you know a running? Co- do you know a race that gives out shorts? No, I, I, so I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying from a fact of there's anything you give yeah. away can be something that people are like. Well, I don't need an extra yeah. of this, and I think that's kind of where like the hangry goes, and then kind of what we're talking about with the race you had talked about of us putting together eventually is 
more money goes out the door then. Yeah. Like if we're not spending, you know, cause metals aren't cheap. No. I mean, metals can cost anywhere from $5 to $15 a piece. Even yeah. if you're buying them in the thousands. And those are the shitty ones. Yeah. Those are ones where like, what the fuck? Like, it would have mad that you get, right. You're just like, that was a super cheap metal with like a sticker on the front. So of why it. the fuck did your RD just pay five bucks so, for it? So literally the hilltop, whatever the, yeah. that five K I did. Yeah. Metal right in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up. But I'm like, I'm like, what? What do I need another now for future reference for you though? Did you know you can donate your medals to charity? You funny, you say that. I did know that, and I don't. I feel like an asshole for just saying I threw that one out because I've got some in my trunk that I need to donate from Hangry. Yeah. Dick. Oops. I tell you. Uh, Oops. So, so I know of a guy uh, that he has a cool idea and now my kids are too old to do this, but if you have really young kids, I'm they steal his idea and then they pass it on to you guys. Oh, it's your own idea. Huh? You made it up. <laughs> no. no one else had it. So if you have, it's like this really quote you said last week, I, I've made t-shirts and shit that yeah. you said all those quotes. <laughs> so if you have really young kids, like really, really, really young kids that don't know yet, right? Take your race medals. And whenever your kid does something great or something that you feel is award worthy, give them the race medal. Yeah. So I found out that a uber accomplished runner was doing that with all his medals. And I'm like, fuck me. That is genius. Yeah. And I was like, damn it, man. My kids have been fucked over. <laughs> my kids <laughs> have the shittiest ever. Like my kids didn't get any of that cool, like extra, it like happens. special creative thinking. But yeah, if you have medals that you're just sitting around not doing anything, yeah. give them to your kids for a little kudos awards and shit like that. Yeah. Hey. I mean, why not? And, and we've had the discussion, Kayla and I have like what to do with the medals. Like, all right, I get all 50 states. I have 50 medals. What am I going to do with them? Yeah. I'll probably donate them because a lot of there's a lot of um. I think they donate them to like like can't like yeah, kids kids, chil- kids with cancer and like mm-hmm. they children's like, hospitals yeah. and stuff like that. They Which do is super neat. Stuff. It yeah. is kind of a neat idea. But I'm like, hey, if it if it goes to a cause, what is this piece of metal hanging up going to do? Right now, it's a visual reminder of what it is. But that's literally yeah. all it is. It's a visual reminder. The memories are in us, not in the stuff that we keep. Yeah. Hashtag the minimals. Oh. Um, so you know you you don't want to hold your memories in items. You have those memories in us, in yourself kind of thing. I don't know. That's yeah. a whole other fucking tangent. What's funny is like, I couldn't even tell you the medals that's hanging on my wall. How crazy is that? That's nuts. The only ones I like is my, I don't know why, I really do like my horseshoes. They're different. And that's, I think that's where if you're going to do awards They're or something like that. They're more sentimental for me for some reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did like I did my five and I need to, I want to put them in a plaque and that, yeah. that'll probably be like, there's a few that I'll probably keep like world majors. I want to keep and like the possum stuff with the horseshoes. Yeah. I'll want to keep like in plaques. I'm like, this is it. But like everything else. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I think of someone like Josh that's done like the dopey Fuck. challenge a shit ton of times. Like each time he does that, that's six medals. Yeah. I can't imagine how many medals that dude has a ton. Cause he does those, he does those and he does all those triathlons. Right. It's fucking mind boggling. I mean, six medals in four days. Yeah. And he's done. How many times has he done that? He's done at least three. Fuck. That's so, a- so, so 18 medals. So six times three carry the like, divided by pi carry the 27. That's 18. <laughs> So 18 medals in one, in like one race he's done. And I mean, he's done possum a ton of times. Triathlons. Tri- the triathlons. He's done yeah. pig a couple times. Yeah. He's, he's done that quite a few times. I, yeah. It's just, he, he has a room. <laughs> he yeah. has a room. That's why you got that new car. The you, old car is just holding the medals. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's called all the way hoarder. He's got all the way. He's just open it. He just open it and it makes like a clink, 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 Finish line. All right, so we've gone through the race. We've seen some aid stations. I love we, yours that you added we on. We crossed the finish. I just saw it. I uh, love it. And we crossed the finish. Now what? What do you want at the finish line? Two things. Two things. You say the one you say, and then I'll say the one I say. <laughs> I, I, my exact type out was, no matter the race, beer, beer, and more beer. Yeah. I was like, I just think that's a great way. The crazy thing too is like trail races definitely have better beer than other races yeah. because most road races, Mick Ultra, it's Mick Ultra. You're, uh-huh. like, you're like, well, I'll drink Gatorade because <laughs> it's it's actually less hydrating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted some additional. I didn't want just water, so I I skipped the Mick Ultra line and went to Gatorade. There has been times where I finished races so and even beer hasn't sounded good, but that's for very few. No, and far between. well the. Uh, Chicago, yeah, it's Lion Cools. So I had like the what the, is it three one two? Their wheat. Well, is three three one two urban wheat. I yeah, think that's their, yeah. Like that's what they had at the finish, and like that's a decent beer. Yeah, but it's because of these beer. Like you take one sip, you're like, Ugh, yeah. <laughs> like no, not after yeah. that grueling race. Yeah, that's not what I want. But yours is good. I think the most important thing I want. Yeah. Some chocolate milk. Yeah. I want some good chocolate milk. Because that can actually act like I've drank chocolate because after a race, if you're yeah. after a race or run, you're hungry. Chocolate milk will also, oddly enough, take away the hunger too. Yes. It's just nice and thick kind of. We I talked about Minnesota earlier in the um, grandma's marathon. You finished, they had, which is crazy for uh, a road race, but they had like um, chicken noodle soup and some stuff like that, but mm-hmm. they had a ch- chocolate milk stand as well. And like, that's the first thing I got two cups of that. And I was just like, yes, please. Yeah. That the uh, um, Ohio state four miler. I don't know if they still do, but they used to have a snowball tent. Yeah. And literally I was just like, oh, I'm going to, cause I did that race the first year. And I think I probably drank like an entire carton of snowball milk mm-hmm. myself there. Have you seen the new, um, God, where is it? Warren, Warren, Ohio. Is that a place? Yeah. Warren. Yeah. Is that where is an Amish area? Is that Warren? Well, or am I thinking of something different? It began with a W and it was Amish. So Warren, see now. Okay. So Warren, I'm thinking of, so there's a Warren city, but there's Warren County also. And oddly enough, I think they're very, 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 very different. Okay. Cause Warren is, Warren is the county that has Lebanon down by Cincinnati. Okay. And that is very much not Amish. Yes, that's very, yeah. yeah that yeah, is yeah. very much not Amish. Yeah, yeah. But I think the city of Warren, if I'm not mistaken, is up in northeastern Ohio, I which believe. Which would be more which of your Amish very country. Much, so the reason I say that is because I was in Kroger looking at some milk and stuff like that, and they have glass jars of this chocolate milk that's made from some Amish farm that literally like, I saw, I saw it was like $6 for the half gallon or whatever, whatever it was. And the reason why is because it carries a $2 deposit for the glass bottle for you to return it back to Kroger. Uh, Warren is actually North of Youngstown. Okay. So that motherfucker's way up there. So maybe it's not warm. Maybe it's another W city. I'll have to figure out what the name of that milk is. But I just thought it was cool because it had like the two dollar deposit for the glass bottle. Yeah. And I'm like this comes in glass bottle and it's from an Amish farm. This chocolate milk, like, have sorry, you, honey, you might be coming home to a glass bottle of chocolate milk. Have you been to the Delaware? Uh, um, uh, in Delaware, there's the little market. That is like for local farmers and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. 
Dude, they have a chocolate milk in there that's supposedly from a dairy farm in Delaware County. Oh, yeah. Sweet Jesus. Really? That's that's righteous. When you get some good chocolate milk, like it's, a there's, game there, it's nothing. I mean, there's nothing because there's it's it is actually very good for you after. Yeah, runs. I've actually risked food poisoning. <laughs> well, that was a whole other issue for you. Drinking chocolate milk. Cause I'm like, no, this shit's too good to let go to waste. Yeah, but it was <laughs> then, also in your then, car for and hours. And then I ate my chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> you had chocolate milk cheese curds. Yeah, I had chocolate cottage cheese. <laughs> worth it but yeah so i think like finish line times you want to have a good finish area i like the the community type thing so you'd want to have like our idea my idea of perfect race is you'd have like a place where people are hanging out not necessarily like that's like overrun with just like super loud music and annoying shit like like places for people to sit and tell lies like just talk about the race and just like hang out you but I'll also like, cause I see a lot of races where they have just like tables set up outside. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, I just got beat up by the sun for the last four and a half hours. I don't want to sit in the sun more. How about you give me cover? Here's what I would like. I want you to close your eyes unless you're running. Don't close okay. your eyes. Then. Yeah, don't do that. Don't or if you're driving. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> I want you to imagine a nice, imagine crisp November, Ohio day up around Mohican maybe some nice fires going. What are those chairs that have like the slanted butts in the backs? Adirondack chairs. That word chairs. <laughs> that word chairs. Around a fire, some beer going. Hold on a second. I just, I'll do this real quick. And then that, that is the perfect ambiance for a post race. By the way, I just described to you guys what the finish line of Fuzzy Fandango is going to be like. This oh, is year. it really? Yeah. That's going to be a, that's going to be a good thing. time. Yes. The fire's going. You're telling us all the amazing stories. You're telling us about how you just fucking jumped right over this fucking log. You didn't have to put your foot on to pull, propel over it. Just hurled that motherfucker. You're running seven minute miles, bounding from rock to rock down this slope. Not a care in the world. Wind just whispering through your hair all the time sipping a nice cool crisp four string hilltop lager <laughs> this is an eight hour video of a, of a fireplace <laughs> God damn. <laughs> who has played that from start to finish i'm sure there's quite no, a few there's people. Definitely people so that that would be a good finish line for me Come to Fuzzy this November, folks. So you're going to see a good sorry, finish line. Sorry, around this me. has nothing to do with our conversation. Perfect. So yes. One of the comments that has 1.5 thousand of so 1,500 likes on YouTube, yeah. no dislikes. Yeah. Is mom said one more video before bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'm like an eight-hour fireplace video. I don't think that's what your mom uh, had in mind. All right. But yeah, so that's our perfect race. That would be my perfect race. I mean, there's a lot There's a lot there. Obviously, all of that can't happen exactly the way it is. I mean, a couple of things that you don't really, we didn't really hit on is uh, having amazing volunteers. We kind of did at the aid stations, yeah. but having like volunteers throughout. given. Crowd support's always nice, but I don't like over crowd support. It is kind of funny about that. Yeah. It's nice seeing some people to cheer you on, but at the same time, you know, I say that, but then like having New York where it's like three deep the entire time, like that was pretty cool. I've oddly enough gotten used to not having crowd support because of trail races. Right. Like, like you're saying, like coming in at eight station, seeing crew, 
that's cool, obviously. Yeah. But like, it's also kind of become the norm of not having crowd support. Yeah. Aids, I think tra- trail running has allowed me to be able to do smaller races yeah. Yeah. because now I don't feel like I need to see thousands and thousands and thousands of people on the side. But like I said, New York was pretty awesome uh, for that. And kind of like a, not really foreshadowing because that's not the right use of the word, but I will be um, at the next three world majors in the U S. So if you're going to be at the Chicago marathon, the New York city marathon uh, this year, uh, hit me up, let me know. Uh, we'll try to meet up. I'll be doing some filming. So I'll probably be a little busy, but I don't mind. Um, if we have a few people wanting to hang out, I have no problem doing like a little meetup thing. Um, I know I'm going to see Chrissy in, um, New York. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably grab a beer with her, maybe do a little bit of recording and stuff. Um, but yeah, that should be it. But that's our race. Uh, you have anything else with that? Nope. I think we hit that pretty nope. hard. All right. Local events. We've got uh, fuzzy as always. We've been talking about that for the last few weeks. So check that out. We also have a Bobcat trail marathon. When's that coming up? November. You said Bobcat trail marathon. And by the way, this like it is, it, I, I would almost go as far as to say this is a pretty iconic trail race in Ohio. Yeah. It is Saturday, November 10th. I have been talking out my ass for years about doing this fucking race. Um, at some point I just got to go. And I'm telling you the fucking lodge down there is badass. The lodge is Burr Oak lodge. It's a state, uh, state maybe lodge. we'll just go down there and cheer people on this year. Uh, it is, it's fucking all. I would gladly go down there. Here's the thing. If you plan on staying down there, you better have gotten a room already. We know a guy with a camper. We'll steal it. Uh, those might even be. I'm telling you, this thing, the, the, no, no, no. that race. We'll find a spot. <laughs> Do they not know who we are? We're just throwing tents right there to start line. Dude, we literally just come out with the equipment. Like, who you guys? Like, just don't ask questions. Yeah. All right. It's, it, but so the cool thing about Burr, uh, about this Bobcat Trail Marathon is it is a perfect one loop around Burr Oak State Park uh, Lake. It's a perfect loop. Do they do multiple distance? Uh, there's a half marathon, a marathon. Okay. And, and the marathon is just one loop straight on. It is, it's cool, man. It's, it's, I really, really thoroughly enjoy that trail. It's one of my favorite. That's the trail that you had to go swimming in, right? That's the trail. I've I've had to have someone give me a ride from way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that trail. Uh, um, it is a super cool trail. Um, there's something else you had local too. We kind of, we kind of brought that up. I found this, like I was, I, I, cause one of the things I like about Facebook is it keeps my events in order for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes, I'll be there. Yeah. Um, I know what I have to do next week. I found like, I came across this. This is absolutely fucking nuts. On September 22nd, there is John Glenn international runway 5k run and walk at the airport at the airport. Here is the details. Few people ever get the opportunity to step foot on a runway, let alone race on one. This fun, unique experience will allow racers access to CMH 10L 28R, our north runway. The south runway will remain open so plans can be seen taking off, landing, or taxiing. How far is it? A 5K. Dude. Take advantage of this. <laughs> I love this. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just not reading this for the first time. The last sentence in this paragraph, take advantage of this flat course to achieve your PR. <laughs> yes, fucking flats. A motherfucking runway. and completely open. Yeah. Like that that's motherfucker. Sa- that's the same weekend as um, Air Force. So you know it's going to be stupid hot. Oh, hot. 
it's gonna be miserable. And same thing with Air Force. You're basically it's sitting on, on tarmac. tarmac. I mean, that bitch Ugh. is gonna be hot. What's that? You want some tree coverage? I'm afraid fucking. You know what's gonna suck is they're gonna make you park in Blue Lot and pay eight dollars an hour. <laughs> you're not just taxing that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Although it's so a five K, it is a five K. So you're like, Hey man, I just need you to do loops here yeah, yeah. for like 30 minutes. That Uber, if you're an Uber driver, be there that oh, day. Dude, you're crushing it. Cause that's so to I honor, wish I was in town to honor John Glenn, who was an aviator and veteran proceeds will be noted. To, proceeds will be donated to honor flight Columbus, a nonprofit organization who puts that provides senior veterans with a day in the nation's capital to visit memorials built in their honor. Does it say who puts that race on? Uh, is there a registration link? Uh, the registration link is uh, runsignup.com. Click, click the link and you, while I talk about it, because I want to see who's putting that on. Because it says proceeds be donated there, but depending on who's putting this on, I don't know how, many, how much proceeds there's going to be. It can't be cheap to close down a freaking runway. Forty-five bucks. It can't be cheap to put down close down oh. the runway though. It's forty-five bucks per person. The waiting list it has closed. Sorry, this event is full. The waiting list has closed. Oh well. Well, glad we're talking about it now. Damn. Because I'm just I don't know. That's that's like the glass half empty kind of approach for me thinking of it. But I'm like, there's no way closing that runway down is a cheap thing to do. Oh, oh, free race day parking will be at airside business park. Airside business. Oh, uh, that's the, I know where that's at. Uh, it's so your race packets at Columbus, uh, CRC, the Westerville location. So CRC is doing it. Yeah. Interesting. So they don't take, they, they, you, they don't take a lot. They don't so take a ton. no, but, and but they do a really good job putting yeah, on races. They put on great races. So, but so wait list is full. Sorry guys. You're not going to be doing this race, but if you but did just sign remember that for next year, that yeah. sounds super fucking yeah, cool. If you did sign up for that race, um, a really great brewery, literally right around the corner, actual brewing company. You can hop the fucking fence. Yeah. <laughs> You can create, you can create a second race. You can see, (laughs) you can finish your 5k and then you can see if you can outrun TSA and at uh, a 737 (laughs) (laughs) up and over the fence and two actual. Yeah. TSA isn't on there. TSA is sitting inside. TSA said, who is that? That'd be a Homeland. Homeland. Yeah. 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 Homeland's not chasing. You're just shooting. Yeah. They're shooting. You're like, well, that was it. Another one. Bodies just swept away. (laughs) You're never to be found again. There's like three sweeper, like back. So they shoot you. Your body gets swept away. They just put your name on a flight list that they just drown in the middle of the ocean. Like who was on that plane? Like no one, no one, just this guy, this guy, this one guy. He was flying to Greenland. We only know who he was. So that, that I, just, so I saw that race. Up. I saw it. I was like, that is amazing. Yeah. So if anyone's doing that race, uh, dude, I want to hear details. Yeah, about tell that. us about it. Uh, take pictures and stuff like that. It's obviously going to be in a few weeks. So, but if you're doing it, let us know you're doing it so we can, uh, check, check you out. Check, check. Uh, any other local things? Nope. Um, I wanted to shout out a few of our listeners that, uh, uh, we've been really harping to you guys to try to reach out to us on social media. So like we were trying to keep post stuff all the time and like have conversations with you. Um, and a lot of people have like shared stuff with us. You're um, getting better. Keep working at yeah, it. Yeah. Keep <laughs> you're getting better. You could do better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks mom. <laughs> Super. Uh, Walter, uh, said that he did his first fifty uh, K this past Saturday. Um, did it in, uh, six hours and 26 minutes. It was the bulldog 50 K. I didn't even have a chance to look up where that was at. So I apologize, Walter. Um, but way to go, Walter. Um, 
Kristen uh, found us. She's a Columbus lady. She was uh, talking about her run and said she discovered the podcast uh, and was enjoying listening to it. So thanks for listening on us. She's actually doing the Bobcat half marathon. That's why the Bobcat uh, marathon came up in our notes because we it was on our mind. Um, so thanks for listening on it. Um, and then we have Jessica, which is at UTMB. Um, I don't know if she's cheering on someone specific there. I didn't see that she was running. It didn't look like she was running like the, the hundred K or something like that. It looked like she was just happened to be there for it. Uh, but she was sporting a running beer and BS t-shirt. And I was just like, damn right. I sent it to John and I was like, dude, that's the I said was, dude, he's like, what? And I said, he's like, who is that? Where are they at? What's going on? <laughs> I was driving. So I'm like, like trying to drive and zoom in on pictures. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so thanks for, for repping us uh, all the way over in France. Across the pond. Yeah. yeah. Across a few ponds. Yeah. Well, one. Two. Why? A pond and a channel. Hmm. Across the ponds, England, you got to go across the English channel geography do we need to talk about where the midwest is i just don't do we think, bring this I, up? I don't feel like we need to really add the channel in depending on where she's at. i mean but you would never say across the pond like if you I'm know about europe in general i'm in germany <laughs> that's because it's not coastal it touches a coast not the not not the atlantic coast neither does france absolutely i mean you're getting very technical that's also like saying okay okay so let's talk about Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you look up that Bulldog 50K? Uh, it looks like it's in well, the one I found was in uh, California. It looks like. Oh, yeah. The dude is he's from California. So that could be it. That makes total sense. That makes total sense that the race he did was in California. Calabasas. Calabasas. That's just north of Los Angeles. Dude, kudos to you for doing that, too, because not only they make you pay for the run, but then they make you pay to park. Fuck that. California. Yeah, so technically, Ooh. technically, our England doesn't even touch the Atlantic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how far, like, I mean, we can play this technical game and, like, fucking, we can decide <laughs> that Maryland doesn't touch the fucking Atlantic. Uh, well, Maryland does. There's bays. Yeah, but the edge of it, it goes out. So I'm just saying, it's facing. the same thing. Like, uh, so, I mean, England, you know what I mean? Uh, RX bars is a sponsor out there. Ooh, Ultra Spark. They got some good fucking sponsors out there. Right? Actually. I stand fucking corrected. Maryland does not touch the See, Atlantic Ocean. That's how dumb that conversation could be. Delaware does. Actually, no, it does. It does because it wraps around, right? right no, this is stupid. West Virginia Beach? No, it doesn't. Ge- why are we? Why are we going back into another geography conversation? I need you- to pull away Google Maps. Regardless, we don't say across the pond for France. We don't. Nope. That sounds like it would just mean mean this France. Well, I mean, it's France. Do our shout outs. They're freedom fries. Freedom fries. <laughs> That's all the shout outs we have. But yeah, thanks for, for reaching out to us on social media. You can reach out to us on all of the social medias, AKA Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at run beer and BS. You can also email us at podcast at running beer and BS.com. We love getting those emails hearing from you guys. Um, you can shoot us a DM on any of the socials or write a comment. We have been putting little posts uh, throughout the week kind of just talking about what uh recapping what we talked about in the episode but also trying to engage all of you so thanks for those who have reached out but for those who haven't like john said do better you can do it yeah we're friendly it's all right we're not we're not gonna be too rude don't Uh, say anything dumb unless you say like oklahoma's in the midwest and then it's like 
we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna blow you up. Or if you say like I'm I'm from the tri-state area and you guys are just like in the middle of the country. Ah, uh, <laughs> we got a few of those. Those are funny. I so laughed at those. It's weird to hear people still think like that. I don't mind it because that means we have listeners across the U.S. Yeah. And you know what? I'm down with that. If people are like, where the hell are you talking about in Ohio? You know what? I'm down with that. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, but you reach out to us on the socials. Leave us a review on the podcast if you enjoy it. We like seeing those reviews. It also helps uh, other listeners find us as we go up in the ratings. People will find us uh, through searching and stuff like that. So we have more listeners and more people to spread our random thoughts to. Um, you can find all of our show notes from this week's episode, all of the races and stuff that we had uh, mentioned. I will try to put all of them on there on our website. You can find the show notes at running beer and slash EP zero three four for episode 34. As always, we do have a tip jar. Um, this podcast is a hundred percent listener supported and we very, very much appreciate your support, uh, to keep the lights on. So to say, uh, thank you for all those who have already supported us, but if you have not, you can go to our website, runningbeerandbs.com. There's a tip jar link there. And there's also some in the, uh, little episode description uh, on your podcast platform. You see a thing, a link there that you can click as well. Uh, you can give a single time donation or a monthly recurring donation, however you would like, but but I think that's all we have here. John, you got anything else for him? I got nothing. You guys have a wonderful week. Peace. Peace.